0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to I Am Unwell. I'm your host, Madeline Oletti. I don't know if you can tell with my voice, but I, I just, my voice has been so jacked up um, since like Thanksgiving. But now it's December and it's getting cold and, you know, colds are bound to happen. Whence it's cold. Anyway, that's not even my answer for how I am unwell today, but I just wanted to explain why I sound a little weird. That that's why, okay? Anyway, how am I unwell? I haven't talked about it on the show, mostly because it... I hate saying this, but it just wasn't on my mind at the time of recording, which is such a privileged fucking thing to say. About something like this. So I need to hold accountability for myself in that truth. But I am sick with grief, with sadness, just the, the need for justice to come to the people of Gaza, the Palestinians who are just getting incinerated, innocent children, innocent, innocent adults. I am just, I am sick. And if you are listening to this and you think that me feeling sadness over what's happening to the people of Gaza is is anti-Semitic, well, that is untrue. That's not the case. Something I will never understand about human society as a whole is War, violence. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how we haven't evolved from an eye for an eye thinking. because yes, Hamas did hurt people, did kill other people. It's the facts. I'm, I don't support that either. But to sit there and say, well, because they did this, they they all they deserve this punishment for what they did to us or what they did to Israel. Can we please grow up? Why do we have to hurt each other? It's just something I will never understand. And you know what? After all of that, I I don't even want to say anything that's going well. I don't. I don't care. Like what does it fucking matter? Uh no. No, because that's like doomsday thinking and you need to find bright, bright spots. And there's not a bright spot about what's happening in the world today. But maybe if I can find a bright spot in my own world and the parts of the world in my life that I can control... (sighs) okay, we're growing, we're learning. I caught myself. um, What's going well? Uh, Here, a small anecdote. I recently unearthed an old digital camera from like an old trunk of my stuff. And I was looking through some old pictures. Oh man, just like relics. And it's a camera that I've like busted out like every few years. So there's even like, there's some stuff from high school on there, even some occasional things from college and from my first apartment that I got with my husband. Um, so I've been taking pictures with this digital camera and I guess this is something that the youths are into again. they love digital cameras again. I didn't know this so I brought my digital camera to the this museum. We did like a family day at the museum and I was taking pictures with this digital camera and this tween comes up to me and they're like, where did you get that? And I said, oh, you know, I've, I honestly can't even remember. I, I've had this camera since before you were born probably. And she was like, oh, well, it's a really cool camera. It looks really nice. (laughs) It is. It's a nice little camera. So I've been having fun with that. Yeah, that's a small little bright spot of what's going well. Yeah, if you really ever need to cheer yourself up or give yourself a little giggle, look at old pictures from like (laughs) 12, 15 years ago. It'll bring you some joy. Uh, How do I even transition into our topic today? Uh, You know... I was kind of searching through all my documents, like trying to find a topic because I've been really unmotivated lately. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to give myself discipline and I I know it will be better for me to like keep doing doing the stuff. All of that was really rambly, huh? Well, anyway. I, see, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Today's topic It's something that I struggle with. I didn't know there was a name for it until, honestly, I heard somebody talking about it on TikTok. Uh, Go figure. The topic today is justice sensitivity. So let's get into it. Justice sensitivity. Every time I say the word justice, I get in my brain that I've mispronounced it and said justice because it probably happened once and my mouth just remembers the embarrassment of adding a T to the end of justice. (laughs) Anyway, justice sensitivity. What is it? Justice sensitivity is the tendency to notice and identify wrongdoing and injustice and then have an intense cognitive, emotional, or behavioral reaction to that injustice. People who are justice sensitive tend to notice injustices far more than others, and then they tend to ruminate longer and more intensely on the injustice, and then they feel a strong need to restore that justice. Whew! I've said justice a lot and we are only like four and a half minutes in. (laughs) Now, there are signs of justice sensitivity. These signs can include frequent episodes of anger and resentment, fear of being a future victim, indignation about injustice done to others, a strong drive to restore justice, perceiving injustice when others do not. Feelings of hopelessness and despair about large-scale issues facing the world, da 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 da, Palestine. Feelings of worthlessness when unfairly treated. Persistent thoughts about social inequity and injustice. And finally, an intense guilt or shame about causing injustice to others. So this is something that I I've always felt like heated. I mean, like my organs feel like they heat up when I feel as though there is an injustice, say, in, in the workplace, or I feel that something is unfair. It can be about something happening to me that's unfair. It can be about something happening to someone I care about that's unfair. It can be about someone's best friend who I don't even know. And I will still get equally ramped up. About stories where I feel as though there is an injustice taking place. And I, I, it's just so crazy because as you get older, you think that all of your lived experiences and how your mind works is universal until you start talking to people about how they process things. And you're like, oh, wow, everyone kind of processes things really differently. I thought that everyone felt this heated and and angry about X, y, and z. But no, and it's not just me. If you have justice sensitivity, you you can probably relate to this. but a lot of people in my circle who are mentally well, you know, they have a far more even kilter way of expressing, how they feel an injustice has impacted them or someone that they care for. Now, I know I have mentioned before that in therapy, we're thinking, I probably have ADHD. I'm most likely, I feel most definitely I am on the spectrum in as far as autism goes. I'm definitely neurodivergent. So research has shown that ADHD If you have it, you are far more likely to be justice sensitive than neurotypical people, people without ADHD. And researchers have found that people who have ADHD feel such a strong need to restore justice that they will take action and do so even if they end up hurting themselves in the long run. And there are many possible reasons for this. One of them being that emotional swings, intensity, and dysregulation are often a part of having ADHD. So you're already wired to have that bigger emotional response. Another reason could be that ADHD brains tend to perceive information with a less positive view. That's something that my husband always gets frustrated with me about is I am, I am the definition of a glass half empty person and he's definitely glass half full. So it I, it's, it's difficult when, when you're dealing with me and I'm in a really negative headspace because that's just kind of how I'm wired to be a glass half empty, more negative leaning person. Anyway, all that to say that having that cognitive response that can lead to intense persistent thoughts so you that rumination you know you're you're obsessing over this thing that's unjust and you need to fix it it's like all you can think about this these are some vocab words for y'all. Um, the One of the other reasons that people with ADHD can be more prone to justice and sensitivity is that their brain has, their brain, <laughs> what am I saying? Their brain has lower levels of the neurotransmitter's dopamine and, oh shit, I promise I practiced saying this, hold on, okay, dopamine and Narapinephrine. Narapinephrine. hold on let's like let's let's let the robot lady say it norepinephrine norepinephrine okay did you get that did you get that <laughs> okay <laughs> so an adhd brain has lower levels of the neurotransmitters dopamine and norepinephrine no, guys, dopamine and Nora, Nora, nyar, nyor, NAR <laughs> So those two things, the ADHD brain has lower levels of those two things. Dopamine is a type of neurotransmitter and a hormone. It plays a role in many important body functions, including movement, memory, and pleasurable reward and motivation high or low levels of dopamine are associated with several mental health and neurological diseases. Whereas norepinephrine is a transmitter of the brain that plays an essential role in the regulation of arousal, attention, cognitive function, and stress reactions. The ADHD brain also operates with fewer filters. And this is part of what makes an ADHD brain more intuitive than a neurotypical brain. It's because it's making decisions based on many small, subtle pieces of data. And when it comes to something like justice sensitivity, it can see far more and can't disregard even the subtlest of suffering. Finally, the last reason that this happens more often to people with ADHD is personal experience. And I feel like this reason is so universal that it doesn't only apply to those with ADHD because we all have past experiences that color how we view injustice. Now, the world was not built for the ADHD brain. So oftentimes when you're growing up, especially undiagnosed, you're feeling really misunderstood and you're made to follow rules that make no sense and they drain your system of all motivation. Maybe you were singled out for talking too loudly or the one in the group of rule breakers that's punished. And it kicks that area of injustice, which makes it that much more sensitive to any other injustice it encounters. So that just, it it creates a trigger from a young age and lived in experience like that small little just really gets you going. While justice sensitivity can create pain and overwhelm and even exhaustion, it can be used for good the world needs individuals who are committed to making a positive difference in the lives of others. So instead of giving into the anger and the despair, maybe try to mobilize yourself to do something positive. Because even taking a small action can help you feel more empowered to be good, to do things for the better. And it just feels good to help people even in small ways. And if you do that, You can make your justice sensitivity a superpower. Huh, that was so cheesy, but I believe it. I sure believe it. Now, um, real talk, my computer is dying. So I'm going to wrap this up right here, right now. My resources were from the Edge Foundation, as well as the National Institute of Health. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Stay well.